0: Good morning everybody. It is Wednesday middle of the week. I'm struggling, you guys. I am struggling. I'm I don't know why. I know why. I said that God was going to challenge me this chair. And he is—he is challenging me with this new schedule. He's challenging me uh, to the deepest core of my being. He's challenging me. And I accepted and going to back down. But man, when God challenges you, you, you guys, he doesn't just challenge you a little bit. He doesn't like cutesy challenge you. When he knows you can do it, he challenges you beyond that to, like, a breaking point. And that's that's where I'm at. Well, not like I'm going to break, but uh, I don't know. So, I don't even know what we talked about yesterday. We talked about chemicals. I really can't thank you guys last night let's see if I can actually spell this this is going to be from 1st Corinthians chapter 13 verse 13 the chapter of love um last night was quite interesting um I go for my bike ride in the evening and I didn't just go for my usual bike ride like I was gone for three hours my kids were so upset (laughs) like my daughter (laughs) she's up right now I don't want to come up like yelling because I'm sharing this She was bawling. When I came in, she started bawling and I was like, whoa, and I kind of folded in with what was going on and see when I started riding my bike, um, God started showing me things, my life. And so I started riding my bike and there are places in town where I often went to escape. I went to escape my life. I went to escape people. I just nowhere else to go but these places and they're landmarks. Um, They are, you know, physical landmarks uh, here in my town but they're landmarks of memories in my life. So I went to each one of these places And God just took me through a flashback of my life, of what I used to be like. Um, And I cried, I cried a lot, Um, because I didn't like that person. Um, It made me really grateful when I came home, like to realize I'm in a different place And just coming home and seeing my daughter was really fearful because I've been acting weird all day. She's just like, you've been meditating. And, And I was, you guys, like literally, like truly meditated for a good hour, like really hard. And I didn't even like see it coming. Like I just laid down and God was like, here it is. And I was like, whoa. And then I took off, I had to do my 24-7 thing and I just started riding my bike and it was like God opened me up to really think about um, loving myself and how I've begun to you know, be able to love my children correctly, love myself correctly, like I'm actually able to love myself and stand up for what I believe in and a big part of that was I love the train (laughs) I hear it every morning I love the train Um, Monday being able to talk to my boss about the things that bothered me and I know without a doubt she will do whatever it takes to accommodate me because she cares to, to experience that. I think that really shifted something in me because I' I'm, ne- I'm not used to somebody changing to accommodate my happiness. Um, I've never asked, I think that was hard I think that was another thing too I'm really stuck on that like it was really hard to ask somebody to change like this time I didn't walk away or I didn't deal with it like I I used to deal with it and there was just a certain point in my life when I just started to walk away instead of asking because I won't I won't ask people to change things, but this one was really important, and God had asked me, so I knew I had to do it, but it was hard. And there lies in my fear, I think, of what God was working through me that day. And I did face it, and I did do it right, so I'm really proud about that. But I've never I've never had anyone openly want to change something for me. Um, and for my boss to really consider it is kind of huge for me. It's really kind of huge. So, oh, and so God really opened, and then coming home and seeing my daughter really upset, like I could see it in her face. She was truly fearful because I was acting different. And the same thing happened, um, back in February in 2019, when God made his presence known to me. And I'm trying to tell people around me what's going on. And I'm trying to share these things in my mind. And people reacted in fear. And in a fearful moment, they it really caused me to turn inward. So you guys... And this was one God showed me last night. We are going to, there's a reason we're talking about this particular verse. Because we're going to talk about the actual word, love. Love is a very difficult word for me to, um, used to be to grasp. And I'm going to read the verse out to you. So, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is the verse of love. It's speaking that God is love. Um, If you want to put your name in there, you can um, change out the name to Christine is love. I've never been able to do that because I was never so loving as I am in this moment. And now I am. But it took a lot of work to get there. Um, And so there's nothing greater than God and his love. That is for sure. So I'm going to share with you the verse, and then I'm going to talk about God's love and how great it is, you guys. Uh, so 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13, it says, And now these three remain, faith, hope, love. But the greatest of these is love. Um, I really get that verse Uh (laughs) uh-huh there were moments sitting in this very spot I had no faith I had no hope and all there was was God's love just telling me it'll be all right and I was like I don't believe you that's how I said it too I don't believe you I don't trust you you lie you're gonna lie to me you lie to me to to make things happen and like, I just can't take it anymore. I can't. And I have absolutely no hope in anything. This is just, look at me. Look at me. I'm a distraught mess. Like, look at me. And all that's left, all that was left in those moments was God's love. But I think about where it all started, you guys. And it was because of love. Um, on February 24th. Oh, and I'm really gonna talk about this. Mm. This particular incident caused a lot of issues in my life, and I hated people for it. I... I turned so inward. It just changed... Oh. So, in 2019, um, on February 24th, I remember coming to terms with a lot of things. I had apologized for my behavior and my drinking. In fact, I called everybody that I had hurt, and I specifically apologized for every specific thing I did. Um, Whether they forgave me or not, I didn't care. It was like I had to, I had to, and I didn't know at the time that God was pushing me to do this so that I could cleanse myself out to receive what was gonna happen. I didn't know that. All I knew is I had this immense pressure to do this. So I kept calling people and calling people. And that evening I laid on my bed and I felt so at peace. I laid there realizing like this was my thought process. I laid there going, I finally really let go of my past. I let go of of my addiction, I let go of the people of my past, like I'm no longer trying to be part of their life, like I'm done, I want them to be happy and I'm happy for them but I'm no longer like feeling the need to be needed by them or to want to be in their life. Like, I was suddenly very satisfied and at peace. I felt so much peace within me. I just laid there on my bed like, I can't believe I, I did all these things, like all the apologies I made and all the realizations. And it was like, and <laughs> it was like this within me, something just clicked. And I just, crazy or not, my vision came out. It was like my vision was in a fog and I just was like I sat up like my soul finally connected one with my flesh you guys and that's what really happened. I didn't understand it at the time but it was like suddenly I was at my flesh was at peace enough where my soul could now I get that feeling because so many times I felt that. Oh my goodness. My soul was able to connect with my flesh, you guys. Because I had come at peace with the flesh of here and now. And I knew that I wasn't, I knew I didn't want to do certain things in my life. So my soul was able to connect with me. And, and then things just got crazy. Um, I started crying. I started feeling gratitude. I started seeing things. I saw a lot of things, you guys, things i never understood. Like I saw people who loved my children during my addiction. Um, I saw loving moments in my life of people who were loving me, and I cried. I cried all night, you guys. This was a Sunday. I had to work Monday, and I was a dedicated worker, and I was up all night. Crying and crying and crying. I couldn't stop crying. I couldn't stop crying. And so the next morning came and I had to be to work at seven. Maybe eight. Oh man. And God was showing I didn't know it was God at the time, but I was seeing all these things and I I thought this too. I was like, okay, I had been planning to move to Utah. I was like, I'm moving. I know I am. I was like, I'm moving this week. I'm packing up everything. I don't care what it takes. And I didn't have a license, you guys. I was going to move without a license. That's how stupid I was. Yeah, like I was not exactly the smartest person in the moment. But I was like, I don't care that I don't have a license. I just have to get out of town. Once I get out of town, I'm just going to not get pulled over. That's how simple it is. Like, I will make it. I'm going to make it. That was my drive. So I called my boss 15 minutes before I had to go into work. And I had been working there a little over a year. Dedicated. I dedicated my life to that job, being a loyal employee. And uh, I said... I told my boss I woke up and I'm moving this week and I'm not coming back into work I won't come back into work and I can't there was something in me telling me that I couldn't go back to work even for a moment even for the day like I felt so vulnerable like I felt like that I could have been persuaded in ways that I didn't understand like I just wanted to stick with what was in my mind you know and my boss he tried he tried he tried he had the district manager call me and I was like nope um that's it and then um thus began my week of craziness um I saw so many things I was writing so many things down and I, I felt it. Like you guys, I was feeling these things and I never experienced that before. I've never experienced feeling the words I was saying. I was writing letters to my children and I felt the words. I meant the words. So I felt it in the words and it would. I was crying while I was writing these things. And it was so intense for me. Um, I didn't leave my house. I didn't go anywhere. I just kept packing my house. And there came a moment when my daughter said she wasn't going to move with me. I was like, oh, that changed everything. It changed everything. She was like, I'm absolutely not moving. I'm going to live with Lori and Todd and them. She goes, I'm not leaving Williston. And I was like, what? And I knew I couldn't make her. But I didn't, at the time, I didn't think I wanted to stay here. I was bound and determined. I was going to move. So Friday comes around. And I knew something was going to happen Friday. I knew, and I didn't know God was showing me, I was going to have... I was going to meditate, it was going to be huge, it was going to be life changing, those I knew. Um, It was going to be a journey, I knew I was going on a journey. That's all I knew! And so I was searching the web, searching the web, and you guys, when you search the web for these things... There's nothing out there quite like this. There was nothing out there like what I was going through. Nothing. People were so misleading me. Um, I thought I was going to die. Like, there was times I was like, I may... Go into this meditation and never wake up. I truly thought that. I thought that what if I never wake up from this meditation? Like i am seeing the worst of worst things on the internet. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going to happen. I've never heard of this. I don't even know who to talk to. And then the people I did talk to was the person I asked to keep my kids over the weekend. And I talked to her and I just laid it out. I was laying it out for her. All the stuff that had been going on, everything in my mind, and I laid it out for her. I was like, and I've gotta relax, and I've gotta let go in this meditation. And I was like, I think I, I might have to take a sleeping medicine. I told her that. I think I'm gonna have to take a sleeping medicine, a Benadryl or something, because I just, I can't relax. And she's like, Christine, you can't be doing that. And I'm like, it's just a Benadryl, Lori. Um, I, I think I'm okay. But I didn't realize in her mind, she was watching me unravel. And where she she had been the foster parents to my children, and it was sparking fear in her, it was triggering fear. So that Friday, when she took my kids, she also called social services. I don't know if she knows, I know, but I do. She told them what I've been saying. And social services um, tried coming over to my home. And you guys, here it was. I was in the moment of this meditation. had no idea God was really real. had no idea what was going on. I could possibly, in my head, worst case scenario, I may never wake up again. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows? And um, I just knew I had to do it. Like, the pull was so strong to do it. I couldn't deny it. And I didn't understand that, but I let go to it. So when social services tried to come into my home that day, I flat out told them, "No, you're not allowed. I don't have to let you in." So then they brought the cops. You guys, I'm over here trying to do this meditation. Oh, I'm shaking my table. I was so frustrated because as I'm getting ready to do this, like, and I'm, I'm like really scared, but I'm trying to do it. Social services comes back with the cops. And I'm like, what is going on? Can't you just leave me alone? Leave me alone. I'm so angry. And this cop's like, we need to come in. And I was like, I don't have to let you in. I'm okay. I wasn't gonna let him in. I knew my rights. Like I've been pushed around all year. What a lot of people don't realize is up to that moment I had been pushed around by social services and the police department because of my history that whole year. Like, I've had my kids removed that year illegally by the police department. And all they could do was say, well, we aren't allowed to do that, so we don't know why. They didn't even apologize to me. They never, never once, like, apologized for Yanking my kids out of school telling me they would arrest me if I went to go get my kids We're gonna arrest you if you step grounds on the school. It was so illegal And there was nobody to turn to like Social services was even like I don't know what to tell you Christine. You just have to let it go I had so much anger for the police department over that moment Like how could you treat me that way? I, I just, I couldn't comprehend it. So when this police officer's at my door, I'm just like, are you kidding me? You think I'm going to let you back into my house, into my home when I don't have to? I know my rights. I let you in last time and look what you did to me. So that's how much anger I had, you guys. So I told him no. I even called the police department. I said, you need to ask this policeman to leave because I'm not answering my door and I don't have to. So, you guys, I said, I don't have to let you in. Good day. And I left my door, and the police officer wouldn't stop pounding on the door. He wouldn't stop pounding. He kept pounding, and he kept yelling, and you guys I'm in a small apartment. (laughs) I went and put my headphones in, and I laid on my floor, and I just went into the meditation. And you guys only God could have done this because I look back and I he took me through the brokenness of the very people that hurt me <sighs> I'm gonna cry I don't know why I'm so weepy you guys over this I don't know why God has me reflecting on it so hard like I hate it was such a terrible time it was such a beautiful time but it's such a terrible time and uh I understood the brokenness like it like I felt it I felt the brokenness of the people that had hurt me and I, I thought it was my forgiveness but it was God's and I forgave like I do forgive them. and he took me through each person and I, I forgave them and right down to my stepfather um, that was hard When I realized I was gonna forgive him I started crying and I started I just it was like I was letting go and that's when I just felt it God just came down into my life <laughs> with so much love you guys I couldn't deny it, and I knew it was Him. I don't know how, I just knew, my soul knew that this was God. And I started bawling even harder for all the love I felt. I'd never felt this way before. My heart felt so big because I felt His love for me so huge. I never felt that before. I felt at home. And I just started crying. I was like, you're real. You're real. And I just kept crying. And I was texting Lori and my friend Gina, how beautiful it was. I was texting them. Like I was in this trance, but I was texting them. Stupid me! Stupid me because that was the very thing that got me um, involuntarily committed because Lori took that information and showed it the authorities and They used it as a grounds to involuntarily commit me to the psych ward Um, But that moment It was so beautiful. And I spent, you guys, that was a Friday. And I didn't come out of my home until Monday. And I was told I had court because they had legally removed my children because of my behavior. So I just let things be. I didn't go try and get my children to come home. And I just spent all weekend reflecting on things in my life. Like really emptying out. Um, Seeing things for the first time. And, um, well, that Monday I ended up going to court and ended up going to psych ward. But, I don't know, I handled it differently. I wasn't so angry as I was with the people that were supposed to protect me that I trusted, you know. Um, This is why it's so hard to trust people. Like, cause those things were very real to me. And the first thing they jumped to was, she's drinking, she's crazy, she's gonna kill herself. Um, she's doing drugs. There's something wrong with her. They made me feel wrong for the way I was feeling. And then they did like the worst thing possible. That moment changed me i don't i don't talk to people about these things very often even this like i talk about it on the fringes but the depths of it will never I'll, i would never let anybody in the things i share with you are things that have already happened and i've come to terms with and god says it's okay and i feel like i'm ready um But there are just certain depths of me. I will never become that vulnerable again. Because that just... I, I trusted them with these deep, deep things that I didn't understand. And I got hurt with them. So this is a lot where my trust issues come with people and I'd rather just trust God and his Holy Spirit because I know that's for sure, like, he's not going to hurt me, he's not going to do it unless it serves a purpose, and uh, so yeah, I got back from the psych ward, you guys, and of course I didn't get my kids back for like a week and a half, because they needed to make sure, no, Christine wasn't crazy whatever I probably was a little crazy I'm not gonna lie but I didn't realize I didn't feel anything when I came back you guys when I got back from the psych ward my life felt very empty again suddenly I had this taste of love and then it was no longer there I didn't feel it anymore and I was just baffled I came home and I was like, what is going on? I don't understand this. Like, what is all this? I don't understand. I don't understand what I'm supposed to do. I don't understand what that all was. But I wanted that feeling again, that feeling of love. I wanted to experience that again. And so I just started following my heart and my logic and both were quite messed up because as I look back and actually reflect on that moment and I really think about it, now I'm going to take myself outside of the emotions and I'm going to critically think about that moment, you guys, now that I'm beyond that. When I look at my life, I had lived in for survival so long that I had grown accustomed to toxicity. Like I had lived 18. Not 18. Yeah. Like not, most of my memories. Were very toxic. And of abuse. I grown. To be okay with it. I had learned. To be okay with those things. And live through it. I learned how to cope with it. I learned how to become numb to it. So In my adult years those things became very normal to me and so that's I was very backwards in my thinking so when I got back out of the psych ward and I'm sitting here going through things the very things God was trying to steer me towards I feared. I feared because I didn't understand them, because I feared love. I feared love because I'd gotten so used to abuse and the toxicity. I thought that was normal. So when God was trying to steer me towards loving people, places, and things, I kept turning my back away from them. I feared Lori. Because of what happened, even though she did it with a loving purpose, and I understand, like I would be scared of me too in that moment. You know, I look back and realize why she did it. But I wouldn't talk to her after that. Like I was so angry, and I was just so scared that if I said anything, she would use it against me. Um, my friend Gina, I was scared, I felt it, you guys, and it wasn't just like I thought fear, like I felt, felt the fear. I felt it, so I, I wouldn't didn't want to go near them. There was other people too that tried to be in my life, and I attacked them because I was so scared of them, like I felt fear. So in my understanding, I thought they were the bad people. I thought those were the people I was supposed to run away from, because that didn't feel like what I felt that day. Um, and I was slowly running back to the things that were breaking me, the people, the places and the things. Um, and it sucked. There was people I just tried so hard to get out of my life and it was like, they would sit and be my friend to my face, but yet I knew there was something not right I knew it. I just didn't understand it. And then I just started going back to old jobs and I started drinking again. Um I just didn't know how to handle things and it just all came out. And you guys, I realized that was me pursuing God's love. Like And the only way to get where I was today was for him to give me a taste of love. Something I had never experienced before, you guys, because I never knew what love was. When I look back and I, I realize all of those emotions I felt, all of those things I felt in that moment, I have never felt before. I've never felt love. I've never had anybody really love me since I was really little, and when I look back, those were my grandparents, and I was a little, little girl, but when I think about it too, even deeper, I think back to the moment when I was eight, and my stepfather said, you're just a little, B-I-T-C-H. And I was so confused and I didn't understand because I, I was trying to be a good kid. And I believe it was in that moment I closed myself off from feeling anything. Um, I didn't want to feel from my mother. Even though she wasn't capable of love, I would never let her close enough because she was fragile. She was inconsistent. She was always changing her mind. She couldn't just decide to leave this man. She always went back. And so I never allowed myself to get my hopes up that she would actually do the right thing. So I never allowed myself those those feelings those feelings of hope those feelings of faith so you guys as a child I conditioned myself to numb myself against the feeling of hope faith and love wow what a beautiful thing how God works that out I didn't even see that coming of the three of these things remaining is faith hope and love And those were the very things that I numbed myself from of my life Um, so many times and now literally in my life right now you guys that's all I have that's all I have in my life is hope faith and love I have the love of God I love my children I love myself and that's all that matters sometimes most of the time my dog loves me Unless I'm crabby and she just doesn't want, she just knows better than to be around me. But, um, yeah. Oh, see, this is, this is like the reflection of it, you guys. I just, this has been going over and over and over in my mind. I can't even sleep. I can't, I haven't gotten any good sleep. I haven't. It's just over and over again. Egg, that I went my whole life and I'm not the only one. So many people will go their entire life without ever experiencing love. I now get that. And I get it from the greatest source of all, which is God. And I don't know why I'm crying. Oh, ugh. so frustrating sometimes. I just want to just focus in on this. So you guys, it's it's a hard thing to think about that some people will go their whole life without experiencing love. My children could have lived like that if I wouldn't have changed. Hmm. But I did. There are some children in this world who go without that you guys and I I recognize it in some children I do see it I know over time I've seen certain children come in and out of my life that don't know what love is and God has put me in their lives to love them to the best of my abilities and I'm really grateful for that but it really makes me stop and think like how many people actually don't know what love feels like and, you know, my children love me. You know, they love me because I'm their mother. That's just something that will always be there. But, you know, another person, mm, I don't know. Like, that's a really hard thing for me to grasp. My own parents don't know how to love me. <laughs> I'm gonna post this video and I'm laughing about this. This is so inappropriate to laugh about. <laughs> but it's true, you guys. My own parents don't even know how to love me. And that's that's not my fault. Um other people in my life, they didn't know how to love me. They didn't want to love me. I wasn't theirs to love. That's what I've come to terms with. Um, you know, I've had to long term relationships that you know, I gave too much but I did the right thing, I don't know all I, all I do know is is I wasn't meant to be with those people and that's why I wasn't capable of letting them love me I didn't let them love me, but they were incapable of loving me because they didn't know how to love me. Like you just, you gotta know how to love to love. So you know, I'm just really grateful and I think that's what it comes down to is that I'm just so grateful that my life isn't that anymore. Because when I look back in those moments, you guys, and every once in a while I do, I get triggered to look at my past and I think about how much I hated my life. And there were moments I really wanted to die. There were moments I tried. I did, and I just couldn't do it. It wasn't in me to take my own life. So I would have rather drank myself to death and I tried that too. Um, I hated my life. I hated it. I hated who I was. And I'm not that anymore. So I'm really grateful. I don't even know if I want to post this. I'm really grateful where I came from to get to here. So it is possible. And the only way it's possible is with faith hope and love and God is all of those things. God is the only one who can and will carry us out of our choices. He is the only one who will love us unconditionally for who we are um, and be there. Um, God has always been there for me. God has always loved me. And I feel it. And He's just always been there and listened to me. And I've said the worst of worst things to God. I've said I've hated him so many times. And he still <laughs> loves me. You guys, I've I've sat there and less, well, no, I said it the other night because I was really angry. I was really angry and frustrated because he was asking me to do something that I was scared to do. And I didn't understand. But I faced my fear and I did it anyway and uh, it made me feel good, like he knows the things, he knows what brings me joy in my life and he will make those things possible for me. no matter what society thinks. <laughs> but that's my own little secret. <laughs> so you guys, I'm going to end there and really recap. And I want you to think about just... I really want you to think about love. Your understanding of love. Who taught you how to love? I really had to think about these things in my life. You know, I saw love. I saw love in actions. I saw how my grandmother served, both of my grandmothers. I saw how they served their family in love. So I learned the correct behavior so I always knew how to be a good servant Um, and I loved it like I loved serving it was just always something in me to give that way it brought a lot of joy it brings me a lot of joy today some of my most enjoyable happiest moments have been giving where I've just given unconditionally and I just love it. I just, I have, I get so much pleasure. Like, it brings me almost the greatest pleasure that I've ever had in my life. And I, I, I can say that confidently. I've served some people in my life and given them love. And it was like the greatest pleasure I had ever, ever experienced in my life. And so I just, like, I was created for that. Um, But doing it in a loving way, I never used to enjoy doing it. I did it because it was the right thing. Um, Most people in my life, I did it because it was the right thing to do. So servitude became a duty instead of an enjoyment. And there have been moments in my life where it wasn't a duty. And I truly enjoyed it. And those are really great moments in my life. Um, And God does his best to try to give me those moments. And I know he does. Against all odds. I don't know how or why. But... Now that I'm at this point in time, I love serving God. And I love loving others. And he's teaching me how to let people in. And it's hard, you guys. It's really, really hard. I love people unconditionally. And I can give out so much love because I'm in control of that. I can control what I give out. But when I start letting people in, there's a barrier that has to be gone through, but once I s- that barrier is broken through, then I'm I've lost control of what comes in, and I've I've done it so many times where it's hurt me, and I've been wrong. That I just I choose not to let anybody beyond that point. There's people that I've allowed very close. Very, very close. But never across that threshold. And not for the sake of trying. I'm trying, but I just can't. I mean, I won't. There's just something in me that just I just don't know how. Because I don't know what's on the other side. And I don't want to go through those things again. That fear really holds me back. The same fear God's trying to bring me through this month. And it's hard. I come back to this point every time of fear. Like I should just let people in unconditionally. And it's, it's hard. Like even people at my church, you guys. When I think about back to the church barbecue I went to. You know, they were trying to matchmake me. And not intentionally. But I look back and it's like, even there. I have to, like, have my guard up because I don't want to, you know, make the wrong impression on somebody and open the door to something that isn't possible. I don't even want to go there with anybody. Like, don't even try. And once I realized what was going on, I was like, oh, don't do this to me. Like, no, but that's... You know, that's just people, it's just people trying to be loving. And I, I understand that too. But it makes me be like, I don't want to go to things anymore. I just don't want to go to things. I don't want to go to anything. Because that's not what, you know, I don't want to go through that. But I don't want to have to go through explaining to you why in one sitting that I just don't like that. I maybe I shouldn't want to go through all that. That means letting you in. I don't want to let people in. So you guys, there's me letting you in. And this is easier for me to let people in this way. Why? Because I'm in control. I'm in control of what I let out. I'm in control of what I post. I'm in control of this. This is my creation. This is my content. And um, I can hold back what I want and I can let go of what I want. I don't have to disclose everything and there's just some things that are not meant for everybody. There are just some things that are just for God Um, and take that to heart. There are just some things you don't share with the entire world because they'll never understand. They'll never understand where God is trying to take you. They will try to crush you or diminish you or judge you Or make you feel like the very thing you're trying to avoid feeling like. Um, And so some things are just better left unsaid. Um, I leave a lot of things unsaid. (laughs) If people could see inside my brain, they would probably, I don't know. Good morning. Yeah. (laughs) I love you. You didn't even blow me a kiss. Bailey, I love you. (laughs) Uh, She hates being on camera too. So you guys, love. Faith, hope, and love. That's all we got. Truly, when we come down to it. That's all we got. That's all I got. So I really want you to think about it. Where did you learn how to love? How do you love? Is love fearful to you? How do you feel God's love? Like those immense feelings of love has somebody ever given you something and you felt the love in it Um, there are things God has brought into my life I feel his love in those things Um, very much so my house is filled with his love that's all that's in my home is God's love After this week, literally, there is nothing in my home that came from my past. Absolutely nothing besides my dog and my children and then their stuff. Um, But absolutely nothing. I don't keep old photos. Nothing like that. Nothing. Not a single thing is coming forward with me. I don't want none of it. I got a new life. I'm a new person. absolutely love who I am. So you guys love, love, think about it. God's love. God's love is the greatest love of all you guys. God's love is the reason I changed. That's hence in the name of all of my content is God's love because I am God's love. Um, I'm a product of his love. I am an example of his love and what it can do. Um, And you know, for what I used to be versus now, Is a complete 360. Um, And that is only God's love could do that. Oh, so beautiful, you guys. I love you. Have a happy Wednesday. Think about the love thing. I'm going to get on with my day and hopefully not cry. Peace.